Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by a new member to the Intel team, the former CEO and co-founder of SIGOP, Scott Clark. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jake. Happy to be here. Well, you know, I want to talk about your Oregon State degrees because I've got a couple of kids going to Oregon State right now. But before I do, can you give our listeners a little bit of background about SIGOP and about your background as co-founder of this AI modeling company? Definitely. So I guess I'll go back to where I got the idea for SIGOP. This was after Oregon State. I was getting my PhD in applied math at Cornell. And I found myself running into the same problem over and over again. I'd work with an amazing researcher, a set of researchers, whether in the national labs, at Cornell, or various collaborators around the world. And we'd build something really cool. And then at the end of the project, there was this phase of kind of tuning and tweaking, where it's like, okay, we've built something great, but how do we make it as good as possible before we publish it? And this involved a lot of trial and error, kind of tuning all the different knobs and levers, whether it was in an AI system, a high-performance computing system, a simulation, a genome assembly algorithm, whatever it may be, there was always things you could tune and tweak with these models that we were building. And often that fell to the grad student to kind of do this grunt work of, okay, try to figure out what configuration is best so we can get it to the best paper, best conference, whatever it may be. And unfortunately, the tools at our disposal at the time were trying to like brute force this problem, try every configuration, trying to randomly search for things and hope you get lucky. This is like trying to climb a mountain by jumping into an airplane with a blindfold on and jumping out with a parachute and hoping you land at the peak of that mountain. Very ineffective (laughs) way to do optimization. We often jokingly called this grad student descent as well, because it was basically the graduate students trying to do high dimensional, time consuming, expensive optimization in their head. Everybody did it and the entire department. And it was just kind of like taken for granted that this was the end of every project, that you would just waste a bunch of computational time and grad student time tuning and tweaking. And so after doing this a handful of times, I was like, there's got to be a better way. There has to be a more efficient, automated way to do this. Mathematically, it was very unpalatable just to brute force problems or randomly hope for good outcomes. And so I ended up doing quite a bit of research in the operations research department, studying optimal learning and sequential Bayesian optimization, and basically all these techniques for learning from these systems as effectively as possible in order to automate this fine-tuning and tweaking this experimentation phase. Fast forward a little bit after grad school, went to Yelp for two and a half years before starting SIGOPS, and basically saw the exact same problem there. Big advertising system, search system, etc. Lots of tunable knobs and levers, and lots of people trying to brute force or do more randomized A-B tests or whatever it may be to get to the best possible configurations. And so by applying some of that research that I learned in grad school, writing some open source, was able to solve this problem a little bit more automatically. Instead of getting slightly better papers, we were making a lot of money. And I realized there might be an actual product behind this. It was about seven years ago, started SIGOP to basically 
solve this experimentation and optimization problem for modelers everywhere. And over the last seven years, we've built up a large product. We service customers around the world, over 100 academic institutions. We've helped thousands of researchers in fields like algorithmic trading, government, as well as just basic research, achieve better results faster and have to rely less on this kind of brute force or grad student descent to solve their experimentation needs. And now we're supercharging that as part of Intel. That's fantastic. So you recently joined Intel, playing a really important role. Can you talk about your AI software and how it makes it easier for developers and get into some specifics there? Yeah, definitely. It's been a big transition going from a 25-person organization to a 100,000-person-plus organization. But I really think it's better for the team and it's better for our customers. And it's great for Intel as well, because we're able to leverage that scale. We're able to kind of augment a lot of other technologies. And you can do a lot on your own being nimble, but you can do quite a bit more when you can strategically align with a large ship. So basically, how we help modelers to take a step back is basically modeling is a fundamentally scientific process. And like all scientific processes, it requires a lot of experimentation. Whether you're hypothesis testing, like trying a new model or a new architecture for the first time to see if it works at all, or whether you're doing optimization, trying to tune and tweak a specific model to get a specific business impact or outcome that you're looking for. And experimentation can become much more effective if you have better tools for it. If you were trying to experiment in a chemistry lab or a physics lab or something like that, you wouldn't be trying to do everything in your head and just hoping for the best. You'd have a system of record for tracking your experimentation. You'd have some intuition for what to try next. You'd have some ability to basically supercharge this experimentation in order to get to whatever outcome you were looking for. In the modeling space, though, unfortunately, for many years, this was a very opaque and kind of under-resourced part of the modeling process. And so SIGOP steps in with our experimentation platform and provides not only these optimization techniques that I talked about, that was like the core of the idea behind SIGOP, but a broad platform for being able to track this experimentation, gain insights from this experimentation, optimize this experimentation, and ultimately accelerate your ability to get to better results with your models. So Scott, when we talk about models and we talk about where the industry is going. Can we highlight a couple customers for our listeners? I know who they are, but I'd like our listeners to know who they are and the problems that you solve, because these are important problems. And sometimes we geek out on the scientific part and we forget that they're real tangible problems that we're solving. Yeah, definitely. So SIGOP, as I mentioned earlier, has customers around the world and One large public customer that we have is Two Sigma Investments. They're a hedge fund based out of New York. They have about $50 billion assets under management. It's several hundred PhDs and software engineers basically building computational models to trade in the financial markets. They represent one of our many customers in this field. We represent about a trillion dollars worth of assets under management hedge funds that we help. But Two Sigma in particular is extremely modeling driven and has been extremely successful because of that. And they basically have this problem throughout their entire stack. They are building machine learning models and AI models that have tunable hyperparameters and architecture parameters and feature transformation parameters that need to be configured properly in order to get to the best possible results. 
They have trading strategies and simulations that have tunable parameters associated with them. And basically, every time a researcher comes up with a new idea, that's an opportunity to experiment. Like the idea itself is just that initial seed, then you need to be able to form into something that actually solves whatever business purpose that you're going after. Them, like some of our other customers in the credit card space or the media streaming space or things like that, also face this problem that they're not necessarily building a single static model that they'll have in perpetuity, but the market is constantly changing or they're in an adversarial space. And the streaming services, new content's always coming out. And credit cards and fraud detection in particular, you're always playing a cat and mouse game. And in algorithmic trading, the markets are always changing and your adversaries are always changing. And so experimentation isn't this static process of climbing a single mountain once. It's more about making sure that you surf and stay on top of a wave, kind of constantly staying at the peak of whatever the modeling outcome you're looking for is. And so we help firms like that not only take these seeds of ideas and experiment with them to make them the best possible version, but also once there's a model in production, actually being able to make sure that it retains that value as the data and the world changes underneath it. Outstanding. You know, riding the waves of the modeling is such a really sort of metaphorical, cool thought. You know, recently, Kaseko Research recognized SIGOPT as a leader in AI software. Can you talk about why that's important? Because those recognitions don't come easily. And AI software is a very crowded field, frankly. Yeah. And we really appreciate that recognition. I think it comes to the fact that we've been doing this for a very long time. And the open source that I wrote was one of the first open source packages out there in this field. As a company, we were the first people to provide optimization as a service. Today, we represent the only company to provide a deep optimization and experiment management solution integrated together. And by being a bit ahead of the market, that obviously comes with pros and cons. I'd say five, six years ago, we were trying to convince the world experts that this even was a problem, let alone that this was a problem worth solving. Lonely times. Lonely times, huh? (laughs) Exactly. But I'd say the market has just continued to accelerate. And I think we're still very much in the early innings. Five, six years ago, especially when we're talking to Fortune 500 and Global 2000 customers, they were just trying to get their data in a usable form. They were trying to figure out where it all was and what it looked like and clean it up. Then they were doing a lot of data science, just trying to get insights, kind of more retrospective ideas about what the data could tell them about the world. But over the last few years, as they've solved some of these kind of maybe Maslow's hierarchy of data challenges, they've started to look more towards predictive models, ways to actually say, what does the future hold or how can I influence the market in order to attain some specific goal. And that's where some of these better or more complex predictive models start to play a role. And that's where experimentation really matters. Because when you're just trying to clean data or when you're just trying to look retrospectively, experimentation isn't necessarily a core part of that process. But once you try to take that data and achieve something, now you want to experiment to get to the best possible result. We were a little bit early, and that's represented by our customers and hedge funds and the intelligence community and top research labs around the world and things like that that are a little bit on the forefront of technology. But I'd say 
more recently, it's become common for people to be deploying these models, experimenting with these models, wanting to optimize these models. And so this acknowledgement from Kaseko is great because now that the market is here, we happen to be the incumbent that has been really pushing on the forefront for the better half of a decade now. Well, you know, I couldn't be more excited that Intel chose to bring you on board. Not only are you an Oregon State grad, not only are you a former software co-founder, I really believe that the modeling and the tools that you're building will scale across the industry. Where can our listeners find out more information, Scott? So they can go to SIGOP.com and sign up today, actually. So we have a free version of the product that we've been able to release as being part of Intel. And so... If you're doing any modeling today, if you're doing any experimentation today, I recommend you give it a look. It can be a great multiplicative boost on top of all of the great gains that you get from Intel hardware. By optimizing on top of that, you can get even more impact that would otherwise be left on the table. So I would recommend people check it out and let us know how it goes. And we're always looking for product feedback and continuing to grow from our leadership position. Outstanding. And my final and favorite question of the day, what does the future hold for SIGOP and the industry in general? Yeah, so at SIGOP, we're really excited to continue to dive deeper at Intel. We've been here for about six months now, and just all of the different ways that we can complement current projects, all the ways that we can, again, yeah, be multiplicative with some of these new hardware advancements kind of across the board. I think it's going to be really powerful for us as a team to be able to go hand in hand with these much larger endeavors. But also, I think it's going to be incredibly powerful for Intel customers that are now not only going to be able to get the best hardware, but also be able to couple that with these software advancements. And again, get this multiplicative impact that would be otherwise inaccessible to them. So we're super excited about doing that. And I think we were in the very early days of AI five, six, seven years ago, but we're still very much in the early days today. So I think we're only scratching the surface on the impact, the availability, the democratization, and the power that people are going to be able to pull off of this. And I think it's only going to continue to accelerate. Well, that's fantastic. This has been an amazing interview. Well, on behalf of Scott Clark, CEO and co-founder of SIGA, my name is Jake Smith, and this has been another conversation in the cloud. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night.